Welcome to Weird Internet Throwdown. I am your host, Alejandro, here with my wonderful commentators, Chris and Jarrell. Chris, Jarrell, you guys ready for a show tonight? I am ready. Shoot, I didn't know I signed up okay. for a show. Well, without further ado, to my right, none other than Dilsher Shanky. And to my left, undisputed champion Giant Zangier will face off for the title. Today, we're going to be talking about serial... Wait, no. Wrestlers... Wait, no, no, no. We're actually not talking about any of those. Today, we promised to talk about none other than, you know, some Harry Potter cults. So, (laughs) I think, you know, my first question for you guys... Let's flash back to childhood. Let's ma- let's go maybe like second, third grade. You're in you're in class. You're having a little bit of trouble focusing because you know you're a kid and you're in class. Just a bit. Yeah. You guys ever you guys ever daydream All during the school? Time. All the time. Okay, Jarrell, How about you? You studious, studious, conscientious student. Do you ever do you ever daydream, not, dog? Not daydream. Just zone out. There's no thoughts. No okay. thoughts in the that, head. When, you know. Oh wow. Like, full full like self selfless state you know okay okay so chris you said you know you daydreamed a lot so yes what types of stuff did you daydream about do you remember bro i don't know if i can talk about that dude you're in second grade okay this has to be safer <laughs> oh no 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 like you're just a kid yeah yeah you know okay you it's kind of really specific, but if you really want to know what I daydreamed about do, in second grade, do we want to know? I, yeah, yeah, I do. It's the people it's, want to know. It's Chris. just okay. weird. I mean, I used to imagine that, you know, like the backs of like pencil erasers, like the, the erasers on the back, that those were living things, and that they would like fight each other and like fly through the air and like do, and they would have clans and like they would. That's what I would imagine. Oh, I'm not even like kidding shit. right now. That is what I would daydream about. Dude, did you like put little faces on the I eraser did, heads? I did, yeah. Oh, and, like, hell yeah. Did there be, I, I would basically collect different erasers and put faces on them. And then in my head, they would fight and do something. Dude, what, you would have like a rubber badass. Sasuke and a rubber Naruto. <laughs> basically, basically. You killed my family. Yeah, well. Goes <laughs> <laughs> just... like number two pencils. <laughs> like Chris. Where'd yeah. you throw those erasers again? <laughs> that, Dude. That's, that's me. Well, you know, Chris, some might call you a kid for daydreaming. Others, you know, depending on the context, might call you a daydream believer. So what is a daydream believer? Well, a daydream believer is a subgroup found in several fandoms here and there who believe that everything depicted let's say Harry Potter, everything in the Harry Potter universe or everything in the Naruto universe or everything in the, uh, you know, Staples brand, Eraserhead, multicolor universe are in some form or another real and existing. And any skepticism against this idea was often hand-waved by this little thing called the, the infinite alternate universe theory now, I'm going to stop right there, guys. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like any other community that we've talked about this season? 
no. alternate universes. Uh, oh, reality shifting. Mm. Oh, dude, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. This was exactly what I was trying to remember. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so... On there, there's you know there's a slight dichotomy between reality shifters and daydream believers because you know daydream believers aren't they aren't so gullible to believe that oh you can shift into an alternate reality no come on come on they're a little bit more reasoned you know their ideologies are more backed in logic and and you know you can think of like Ben Shapiro maybe as a daydream like he'd be a daydream believer whereas like the libs would be reality shifters you know so. They, they more think that you can contact others. You can, they can manifest in our own reality. So it's not like you're shifting to their reality. That's ridiculous. But they might be able to manifest. They might be able to communicate between realities. Okay. So I guess just first impressions, you know. Well, how do you, where do you guys think this is going to go? Uh... Honestly, I'm just still I'm still confused. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still a little lost, but um, I'm hanging okay. in there Okay, okay. I'm glad so You know, let me let me take it a step further then Let me color in this picture a little bit Let's talk about Severus Snape, okay, so and you might be thinking dude Hondra. We already talked about reality shifting. We talked about Harry Potter You you wouldn't believe how pervasive fucking harry potter is in all these different like fantasy communities it's ridiculous uh and that's that's no exception to the daydream believers one form of uh, devout daydream believers call themselves the snapists so what are the snapists the snapists are a group of women and this was back in like the 2000s and these women would channel Snape, right? Not only would they channel Snape, right? They would channel Snape on the astral plane. So just a little bit of context here. The astral plane is kind of like the, the same plane that a, like a Jesus or like a, you know, God would, would exist on, right? Like a Zeus, um, like, a, like a John Smith. Right, these types of these types of figures, um, who who are kind of like uh, I don't know, idolized or they're kind of these these all powerful omniscient beings, and that is what these women, these Snapeists, considered Snape to be. Okay, and so Snapeists are kind of the the canonical term, but a lot of people, a lot of a lot of bigots, a lot of people who just denounced the Snapeists would call them Snape wives. And so that's what we're going to call these people, boys, is Snape wives. <laughs> Not because we're demeaning them, but because it's just a way funnier name. Okay. Uh, I'm, so, I'm pretty sure Snapeists yeah. is quite interesting. Uh. It, yeah, it doesn't sound <laughs> that great. Snapeists, okay, the, here's the thing about Snapeists is it almost kind of sounds like racist, like Snapeist, racist. It sounds like a number of like, things, man. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I was, I was not. I wasn't gonna go there either. But the thing is, you put IST after something, it's immediately gonna start sounding sus. Yeah, yeah. Um, Agreed. So, I don't know. <laughs> Except like lyricist, because then you just sound badass. But I think I need to provide a little bit more context, and then we can 
we can really start to have a good conversation what, about what this. More, so, what, what more context do you need to provide? Oh, what more indeed, Jarrell? <laughs> what more indeed? Um, so, okay, real quick. So basically, Snapeism kind of sprouted out of this rejection of J.K. Rowling and her depiction of Snape and his, like leading up to his death uh, in the Deathly Hallows. Basically, J.K. Rowling kind of did Snape dirty. Okay. Um, he... That people wanted more out of his redemption, but at the end of the day, he just kind of died to that snake, Nagini, I think. Um, and then Harry just named his kid after him, kind of. So, not even like the first name; it was just like a middle name. And people were like, "Huh?" But Snape, who's our who's our boy? I don't know. It, it just people were unsatisfied, and so they kind of denied this this reality that J.K. Rowling depicted. They're like, "No, no, no, no. Snape is actually like you know he's way better." And so, upsprouted this organization, this collective called the Severus Snape Rescue Squad, um, or as I like to call it, the Severus Th uh, Snape Rescue Squad, the SSRS. Okay. Now, this isn't to be mistaken with the USSR, home of the Soviet war machine beloved WWE wrestler, as we discussed previously. But the SSRS. Um, and then this kind of parlayed its way into Snapeism as an actual religion. And so, you know, Snape, it's kind of weird. Religion around Snape? What the fuck? So I wanted to ask you guys, like, what is your experience with religion? And how do you think you could fit Snape into your life in the way that Christians fit Jesus into their life? I don't, I, I was not expecting that to be the direction <laughs> that you're going to take this. Uh, can you repeat the question? <laughs> right. So like, let's say, let's say I say I'm gay for Jesus, right? And it's like, I love Jesus. I'm devoted to him right uh -huh. so now 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 just just copy just cut and paste snape in the position of jesus in that in that sentence so like i'm i'm devoted to snape he's my one and only mm -hmm. how do you feel that would change your outlook on life uh, <laughs> yeah this is you know you ask a lot of very difficult questions on this podcast, Hondro. This is probably ones. one of the toughest questions you've asked. Um, it's a doozy. What do you think? I Honestly, it just makes like where you have to be mentally to even get to that point. Like, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, yeah, yeah, it's it's out there, dude. I don't I don't know what to say. Jerome, <laughs> do you have any insight to add here? <laughs> Out of all the things we've done on this podcast, I don't know how to respond to this one. Okay, okay. Let me <laughs> let me frame it in a way. You know what? Let, let's let's we'll walk there together. We'll walk there together. So let me ask an easier question. Okay. So Chris and Jarrell, what has your involvement been in in with religion? What has your exposure been? Doesn't have to be like you were in a church and you participated. You could just be like you know what you've seen of priests in like. You know the Pope and TV shows and all that stuff. Friends, what what have what has been your guys' experience with religion? Uh, I've gone to 
vacation Bible school over the summer a couple times because my mom wanted to get rid of me out of the house. I'm not <laughs> I feel that religious, but th- that was a pretty fun time. I would say I have good memories. Okay, okay, Joel, how about you? Oh, dude, you already know. You already know the the my my Catholic upbringing, so there, there's not much more to say about that. Right. So yeah, you you had some pretty significant exposure to the church and the community surrounding it, and and the seven sacraments, and yeah. you know the good Lord oh. and all that stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I guess kind of you know the next logical question is like, what do you guys think defines someone's faith or someone's religion? What do you no, no no let me go even further vaguer. What defines a religion? What makes a religion legit? Uh a sexy leader. Okay, sexy leader. Okay, are are you thinking of Snape when you're thinking of this or are you thinking of Jesus? No, no, when you're thinking I'm of thinking this? of Jesus cuz cuz there's this TikTok. Mm. There's a TikTok I watched. See, this is how deep I am in TikTok. This is like this is a but basically the guy was joking like yo do you think do you think Mm -hmm. that jesus would not have been sexy if he did not have 12 apostles and like groupies with him all the time it's probably hot as fuck like i was just like i don't know man i don't know i mean you you saw jesus on the cross right that man had that one was shredded shredded dude like zero percent body fat i don't know yeah i don't know man i mean say what you will about jesus that man was that man was a good looking dude <laughs> much much heart of yeah. gold abs of steel <laughs> <laughs> those are all depictions of course i mean we we we, we would have you know, we would right. have no idea but uh, it was a joke you know right. tiktok was just joking but you know c- right. usually usually religions are led by charismatic leaders right like i think what for for judaism they kind of like point the roots at like moses right and so he kind of started the mm-hmm. ball and then for christianity it's jesus for islam it's muhammad um uh-huh. and then for uh even for like even for like a more secular and like spiritual religion like buddhism there's still um siddhartha Siddhartha, I think. Mm, man is dropping nuggets of knowledge yeah. right now. No, I did. I did take a. I did take a history class um, about like this stuff. I just can't can't remember all of them. But yeah, usually usually it's okay. like a charismatic or attractive leader that kind of, and then the followers mm. are the ones that that build up the religion. That's, that's what I understand. Right. So, okay, okay. So I guess you know it. It is tough to define religion. I agree. That's why I brought up some of the parameters that the IRS uses to define a religion for the purposes of tax breaks. Um, I thought this could kind of guide our discussion, um, which I will now reveal to be, is Snapism a legit religion or not? Um, my hypothesis, my, you know, the, what I'm defending here is, yes, it absolutely is. Um, so, with that, with that in mind, what constitutes a religion according to the IRS? Number one. A distinct legal existence and religious history. Well, let me tell you right now, boys. That's eight books and eight movies of fucking history right there. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's looking kind of good right now. Okay, there was one Book of Mormon. 
there was eight books of Harry Potter. All right. So I'm going to chalk that up as a W for Snapists. Okay, we have a recognized creed and form of worship. Oh, we're going to get into the creed and we're going to get into oh, the worship. No. <laughs> Three, Whoa. established places of worship. Well, we already established that the worship happens in the astral plane, but let's just say there's some worship happening in the bedroom as well. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into that. And lastly, uh, second to last, a regular congregation and regular religious services, which is basically the online forums. And lastly, an organization of ordained ministers. So let's take it from the top here, okay? Recognized creed and form of worship. So I think this would be a good time to get into the Snapist belief system. Okay, so we'll, we'll just, I'm just going to say the, the creed because there actually is a creed to Snapism, all right? And here it goes. And I'm going to say this, you know what? There's a lot of, uh, this is a very liberating little like paragraph. And so I'm going to say it like, uh, like someone who, you know, could truly do this paragraph justice. Okay. I believe that Severus Snape exists independently of J.K. Rowling. He is a living, feeling spirit. And I believe anything is possible. And that Severus does visit those he chooses to. Wow, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was. Andre, you're so, really carrying the show this week. This is incredible. I, well, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this, dude. I'm gonna be talking about some. Uh, let's just say, let's just say it gets really fucking weird. So first, you know, what do you guys think? Solid Creed. Severus Snape exists independently of J.K. Rowling. Living, feeling, spirit, feeling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I believe anything is possible. I think that's just like a good statement to have in any religion. I feel like that kind of just, it's just really nice, like plausible deniability. Like, oh, well, anything's possible. You really think, you really think Snape is real? Well, I mean, anything could be real, you know? I feel like that's, that's like a good thing to have. What do you guys think? <coughs> <laughs> if you were, Chris, if you're going to make a religion, right? Yes. First of all, what would the religion be based around? Certainly not Snape, but you know. Well, yeah, like yeah. fish. I feel like fish. fish maybe? Yeah, like cars. Fish, fish. The cars. The movie. I think you know. Cars. cars the movie. Like, ciao, like, one cars. One Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Cars two. New Testament. <laughs> cars three. I don't even know, dude. Dude, that's Quran. BC dude. before cars. Quran before cars. <laughs> oh shit! The Quran. The Quran. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, you know, that answer was more than satisfactory in my eyes, Chris. We're going to have to do a Cars special at some point. Ah, awesome. Yeah. Cars fanfic, please. Yeah. Oh, dude. Cars and like, what would be a good Cars matchup? Mashup, do you think? Mashup? Car? Or, yeah. Well, I, one of my friends wrote very good like homoerotic fanfiction mm. between lightning mcqueen and like the italian f1 car that ah. shows up in i think it was cars three okay um where they share a very tender moment 
the Lightning McQueen doesn't realize that it was a tender moment. And then at the end, oh. the the F1 car is like, Lightning, like you don't even realize. Like, <laughs> you have something. It, it, I, oh my gosh. That was, um, yeah, that favorite piece of literature for sure. Wow. It, it, that, that sounds like a real Draco Harry first kiss moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same vibes. Same vibes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, I think I think I'm really starting to gain an appreciation for these fanfics because now that I understand kind of what the lore that goes around some of these uh, cults, I think it, it really paints a picture. You know, it's kind of like, you know how there's like Psalms and there's like Gospels and, and Bible readings? Yes. You ever feel like you could compile like a list, like a book of fan fictions and like poems and songs and you could just make a religion out of like basically anything yeah there's just so much of that shit out there like you gotta you, gotta, you know i feel like to make a, a religion you gotta have a very strong like clear message so you gotta focus mm-hmm. hyper focus on something well, like snape like snape or like friendship and magic or that yeah and, and uh, ponies yeah i mean i think you could you could really i agree with you anything could could be a religion um but you know specifically with snape specifically with Snape wives. The basis of these Snape wives system is that, you know, Snape exists as a spiritual force in the real world on the astral plane. And, you know, they realize that not everyone's going to have the gift to channel Snape like they do, but they just want respect like any other religious entity. They just want Snapeism to be respected and, you know, validated and tolerated. So at the end of the day, it's not that much different than uh, the new Christians out there or you, you know, you Mormons out there or you, uh, uh, Drew, help me out here. I, I, I don't, I don't know the other ones. There's no other one? You don't, can't think of a single yeah. other one? That's very, uh, that's very, oh, any, any people of the Jewish faith? I mean, people just want to be accepted for who they are at the end of the day. So... For that, for that basis, I don't think Snapeism is, is all that bad. Okay. Um, so wow, Th- thank you for your TED talk, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. You know, I am I am on my soapbox a little bit today. I'm here. I'm here to defend my. Where are my Snape wives at in the chat? Drop some, drop some S's for Snape. Drop some. <laughs> so okay. As, thank no, thank you, thank you. Please, please, thank you. Thank you. So, like we've established, similar to how Christians worship Jesus, uh, Snapists believe that Snape is the spiritual and emotional center of the Snapists' lives. Now, what's kind of weird here, guys, is that although, you know, people, these women have Snape front and center, they still take on relationships outside. And you may think, okay, well, you know, Christian women still have, like, husbands, and that, that's reasonable. Okay, well, Christians don't marry Jesus. Um, and I think that's the real distinction here, because Snapists do actually believe that they are married to Snape. So much so, that they will actually have wedding ceremonies with Snape, the astral um, manifestation of Snape, of course. Um they will write they've written their own wedding vows to snape and they've photoshopped pictures of themselves in their wedding garb with snape so 
Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, Hondro, like Christian women, they, they Photoshop themselves with Jesus all the time. Fair enough. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, Jarrell, I know, I know that's what you're thinking. And I'm not saying that you're, that you're wrong there. Okay. I'm just saying that Snape wives have a very special connection to Snape that kind of transcends the love that anyone might have for a regular religious figure. Okay. How you guys holding up there? Uh, I'm I'm wonderful, Andra. I'm I'm just trying to process, you know, this this transcending love that these Snapists yeah. have for Snape. And also, I'm trying to think. So when they Photoshop themselves, do they use mm-hmm. his cover art from the Half Blood Prince, or do they use his? Like the actor. No, they use uh, Alan Rickman. <laughs> yeah, they use Alan Rickman. Yeah, they don't. They don't use. They don't use like regular Snape. Because I think in the books, R- Snape is actually kind of an incel. Like I'm not even capping. They, like the way that Harry describes him in the book is like, oh, his hair is so greasy. He needed a fucking shower. Whereas like Alan Rickman is so, a, is a schnack. So, so they're Harry in the. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Dude, I'm telling you. I mean, that's basically what happened, and like he got super duper cucked by James Potter, I think. Yeah, dude. But but no, dude. So they're they're simping of on on Alan Rickman, man. Like basically, yeah. Alan Rickman carries the carries Snape as a character. I think, like Alan Rickman pops off. He's a badass. He's like the brooding, like moody, yeah. masculine type Potter. You know. The Half Blood Prince, a man. I don't know. That's that wasn't that wasn't. Snape. <laughs> and maybe that's the snake so, that exists in the alternative reality. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's one of the one of the Snapeism. Well, so what's kind of weird though is you like how can a woman be married to Snape and be married to their husband, but also pledge monogamy to Snape? See, you guys, this is where it gets interesting. Okay, this is the fun part. Because as it turns out, when a, when a Snape wife is having the coitus with her husband, they're not actually having coitus with the husband. You see, what they're doing is they're having Snape channel himself into the husband's body. So it's really, you know, the husband is really just kind of a, like a meat puppet. If you think about it, um, Snape actually manifests himself into the body and then makes love to the Snape wife like no one else could possibly. Can, can you imagine that? <laughs> so, hey, Hondro, my mom says I have to go. This <laughs> is what you get for daydreaming in second grade, Chris. I, listen, man, this this one's on you, dog. What the fuck did I just <laughs> wait, 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 listen wait, wait, wait. to? I'm sorry. I'm just... So, so that means when like the the, the child is not mm. the husband's child, it is it is Snape's. Oh child. shit! So this is where it gets really weird, guys. Because imagine that you are in the position of the husband. Now imagine being so absolutely cucked that even when you're work, you're stepping up your bedroom game. It's still not even you who's doing it. It is literally <laughs> Snape manifesting himself in your body and banging your wife. Holy shit! You just can't win. So, so- so like when when that when the guy's channeling his inner Snape, um, yeah, does he also speak like parcel tongue? 
No, not parcel tongue. No, no dude. No, that's no, not no, canon, no. dude. That's not canon. It's not canon. No, no, no. Yeah. no, no. Does he? Does he also pick up the? Uh, you know the Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, dude, I hope so. That would be so funny because I think there's maybe an aspect of like role play to the whole thing, but I don't think that the the guy is necessarily on board all 100 of the time. I feel like part of that is just like the Snape wife just manifesting Snape. Like that's not cool. You can't just manifest like manifest a spirit into like someone's body and then use them as a meat puppet. Oh my gosh, dude! I feel I would feel I, so yeah. used. I I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I'm just I'm speechless. Well, you know what? I can I can talk more about this then. That's okay. You know, we'll I'll, I will no, continue no, to you, to you, bring you, up you these topics for you guys to uh to have a little have a little uh, discussions about because I think that's what this is all about. Us just having little discussions. So one other <laughs> thing that we can have a discussion about. Let's talk about polygamy, guys. So. You know, naturally, we're talking about all these Snape wives being monogamous with Snape himself. Well, that must mean that Snape is polygamous. That's, the, that's just kind of how it works. Well, you'd uh, you'd be correct. Snape in this case is like um, it's like John Smith, right? John Smith was indeed polygamous. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong here, Jarrell religion expert i i have no idea i have no idea uh what you're talking about okay okay fair <laughs> enough fair enough well i i think this is i think this is canon in the book of mormon so i'm gonna go with it okay so hear, hear me out here guys so if snape is polygamous right that means that they kind of snapeism kindly they, they took some inspiration from established religions who also you know mentioned polygamy and its legitimacy and I think, you know, I think polygamy has its legs, right? You guys ever been to Utah? They're like one big family yeah. over there. <laughs> it, it's not so bad, you know? Utah's a beautiful Utah's place. Utah's a beautiful place. So, yes, you know, sir. I mean, have you met the Smiths before? They're ever, they're all over Utah, dude. And that's that's kind of the best part is that you basically are like when you know when you know one of them it's like now you're basically part of the family you just need to convert and you're good to go and it's kind of a similar thing with with snapeism but the thing is like snapeism is kind of outdated you think about it like i feel like they kind of need to step up their game you know 2022 new year new look so i was thinking you know what if you know mormon mormonism has actually kind of been resurging lately guys so I was thinking, you know, if Snapeism wants to get with the times, what if they had a name change? Something like, like the Church of Latter-day Snapes. <laughs> and and really uh, lean into the whole I, I, Mormon I, I'll, 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 I'll stop you there, Hondro. Um, <laughs> also, your camera went out. I, I'm going to let you, I just want to let you there know There we go. Well. Uh, I think they, I think they, uh, they found out we were talking. About no, them. I was gonna say that uh, likely Snape was channeled from the astral mm, plane to turn yes. your camera off because no. you're revealing too much. No, camera you know too much you. now. Plus, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're just gonna you're gonna start you're just gonna start speaking like Alan Rickman, dude. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. But you know, Church of Latter Day Snapes. I feel like that that has potential, guys. I feel like maybe we could start that and kind of give a little boost to 
Snapeism. Because honestly, we could we could do like we could do that with like Mario, dude. New Mario movie coming up. I feel like people could worship. Yeah, do a little... I, I, I'm I'm good. Yeah, dude. I'm good. You know, I'm totally yeah. fine appreciating that movie for what it is without becoming Mario's wife. Yeah, dude. I think I'd be cool. Absolutely. <laughs> it, no, it wouldn't be the main character, Chris. It would be like Luigi or Bowser or mm. something. Or Donkey Kong. Worse. Mm. Yeah. Worse. Let's go. Waluigi. 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 The wives of Waluigi. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude. It. So, okay. I have been talking a lot about Snapeism. I feel like we're kind of... I'm getting to the end of my material on this. I did think that there was one thing I should mention before we wrap it up. And that was the, you know, the end of Snapeism, right? Because it's like, oh, well, oh where are they now? End. They kind of they petered out. They, as in like, I think it was like three women. Uh, so, <laughs> so... <laughs> Peter out as in like someone had an argument and they decided to not be friends anymore. But basically, you know, one of the core tenets of Snapeism is you need to be monogamous to Snape. You need to devote your love and attention to, you know, the man with with the greasy mop and the brooding eyes and the deep charismatic voice. It, you just have to. And so when when you stop doing that, it's it's over. You can't be a Snape wife anymore. You lose the connection to him. And so what happened, unfortunately, is one of the, the Snape wives, her name was Tanya, she she fell in love with someone else, guys. Oh, no. Yeah. James Potter, huh? No, she, she fell in love with, with a real person uh, in the real world. No, I'm kidding. She didn't. She fell in love with another fictional character, who goes by the name of <laughs> oh, Agent Gibbs from NCIS. What the fuck am I? Dude, th- this this episode, I feel like it's it's like one very long um shit post. <laughs> like I I and I and I know that this show is kind of like that already, but like this episode in particular really <laughs> this, this episode really does it for me. <laughs> so unfortunately, Tanya, um, she caught eyes for uh, you know she caught those feelings for Agent Gibbs. Think uh think she stopped watching those. I think uh Harry Potter movie marathon season uh you know finished. And it was like February, March. She was like, damn, what do I watch now? And then True Crime came up and I was like, oh shit, dude. Asian Gibbs though, NCIS looking kind of clean. And unfortunately, her love for Asian Gibbs tore the Snapists apart. And at that point, it was in shambles. They couldn't, they couldn't apply for tax exemption status at that point. The IRS was like, you, get, you need at least three people. They're like, damn it, Tanya give up agent gibbs and she just wouldn't and so unfortunately the snapists dissolved and well that's that's that well, some say in an, al- an alternate reality uh they lived happily ever after though oh yeah there's a reality where 
Alan Rickman is floating around some in some ethereal form. And he, you know, he's he's floating into husbands' bodies and banging wives. Like, I don't know what to say. Maybe that's one reality. Um that that would make a fantastic movie. I feel like that'd make a great like in-between movie for Harry Potter. Like they can make like in-between like I don't know. Prisoner of Azkaban and the Goblet of Fire, just like <laughs> Snape's escapades. <laughs> and it's just him going <laughs> pain. <laughs> anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, yeah, so that's that's all I got for you guys about Snapeism. What do you guys think? Wow, thank 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 you so much for 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 everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you that's... liked it. I have so much and so little to say at the same time. I don't even know what. Wow. Just wow. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It's like the yeah. only time I've been um, not really sure what to say. <laughs> I think I can I can sum up the feelings that you guys are, are feeling right now with, uh, with a, another virtual background. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That yep. It's that. Yeah. It's it is, that. it is indeed. I only only he himself could describe the feelings that we are feeling right now. <laughs> All right. Drew, what do you what do you think, man? Any final thoughts? I out of the weird stuff we go through, I felt like I've been normalized a lot mm-hmm. with like all the things we've we've seen. Um, but like <laughs> this specific case, it's like it's like taking reality shifting and your obsession with everything to like the highest level you possibly can and turning it into a religion. Because uh, like. Let's be honest, right? Do people actually really believe in reality shifting? Like, the majority of people who, who like, do it? No, not really. They do it for fun. Kind of like astrology. Um, and Tread so carefully, Drew. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have so many hate clicks. <laughs> yes. Feed us. Yes, feed us with yes. your rage. Um, but, yeah, no. But this one, it's like, this. they really went... They really went in. They even had a creed and all that stuff. Like they, mm-hmm. they took like fan fiction and and like took it all the way to the end there, um, and then reality hit hard. So, yeah, that that's kind of that's 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 all I can say. Like, holy, just why? Like, wh- and then also, why get your husband involved in this? <laughs> I don't, I don't know here please wear this uh where's the where this yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah wear this wig yeah. why no, just just trust me just like, just yeah. trust me no, it's, it's, it's gonna be fun see why is it it's so gonna be greasy for- <laughs> Co- coconut oil <laughs> oh my god dude oh shit <laughs> that's so gross dude uh yeah man. we gotta you know i don't think wigs are too expensive on amazon we'll try to figure something out maybe do a little cosplay maybe try a little something out you know we'll see yeah we'll see some role play yeah i think for me this whole snapeism this whole snape wife thing is inspiring to be honest i mean i i never thought it would be possible to create a religion 
um, that you know that could capture the the minds and hearts of so many people after Mormonism, which was just like so I don't know, it's so influential. I felt like there wasn't really anything that could clap back so hard. I feel like Snapeism, it wasn't quite there, you know, it was a little too niche. But I feel like if you tried something like maybe like a VTuber religion, I feel like that might get some legs in Japan. Or like, um, I feel like anime religions, I feel like that has to be a thing already. Like, have you seen how many like Village yeah, of the Hidden isekai. Leaf headbands there are, dude? Like, I'm, I'm telling you. Isekai, my guy. Isekai. isekai? Yeah. We talked I, about this in reality shifting. I'm just saying, I, I kind of wish that there were m religions were kind of more culty in a way where there was just more of them and you can kind of derive your values from whatever religion you choose to have like you know i i live by the tenets that the naruto universe brings to me so like i live my life with honor if anyone crosses me i mean uh, they're getting a shuriken to the neck like that's all i gotta say uh, I'm, you I'm know pretty sure that exists already but like oh shit well Maybe, you know, maybe I'm in, I'm in my desired reality right now. I just don't even know it. So I think with that being said, let's get to ratings. Let's get the hell out of here, boys. So Chris, we'll start with you again. What do you think, man? Um, wow. Like I never has it been so difficult to rate something. I'll say it's really weird. For sure, it's weird. It, oh, man. It doesn't even seem like... <laughs> this one's really hard, dude. Like, I'm just confused, you know? But... I'll give it an 8. Just because, like, I feel like it needs to be... You know, credit where credit is due. This is pretty fucking weird. Mm. Yeah, it's just weird, but, like, it's... You know, like our other weird things are like fun and weird. This is, I think this is just straight up weird. Like the whole, like, you know, Snape becomes your husband's, or Snape crawls into your husband's meat prison and then you're, you know, like, this, wow, like incredible. I couldn't have said it better hey. myself. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I think an eight is very reasonable. Jarrell, what are you thinking? You agree? Yeah, I was I was thinking an eight or a nine for sure. Oh shit! Um, I was gonna go for an. I, I think I'll go for an eight as well. I think. I it really what it comes down to is just how seriously these people take it. Like, I think if we think about the scale itself, like we haven't touched like the just downright weird shit people really are into. Um, and that's like that's like the you know lower in the iceberg as as one would say but this is like one of those things where like people like it, oh, oh here's a good example you know like when people hear a joke mm -hmm. and then they don't know it's a joke so then they internalize it and then they're like oh my gosh this is actually me yeah this is kind of like this is kind of like one of those situations where like like haha we were all in the joke but then someone took it seriously and like they turned it into a religion <laughs> oh my god so um yeah that, that that's kind of like i think that's what makes it really like fucking weird uh, it's just like that they're not joking uh you know like like people can be weird and like they know it right it's like these people they're like nah nah dude this ain't this ain't weird like we got the irs to validate our 
our tax forms. We're this is this is it. This is this is our lifestyle now. This is who we are. Oh my God. All from a freaking children's book, a children's book, mm-hmm. an obscure character from a children's book. <laughs> Played by Alan Rickman. Listen, man, it it That's really is religion. Alan Rickman. It really is Alan Rickman, and I think a religion based off of a character played by Alan Rickman, you could be doing worse. You could be worshiping Edward Pattinson at the end of the day. So I think, I think Alan Rickman as Snape. Look at this man. Look at this man is absolutely wearing a thin layer of eyeliner, and it works so well in his favor. He is just total badass. And I think, I don't think it's that weird to be worshiping this man. I'm going to be real. I can see it. I could see it, all right. I think it's weirder that Jethro Gibbs from NCIS was able to topple this religion so handily. I, is, and I what think does he look like? <laughs> he oh, I mean Jethro, Jethro Gibbs, Mark Mark Harmon, Thomas Mark Harmon. He's he's a handsome dude. Uh, he gives he gives Snape a run for his money. I would say that it's. <laughs> It's really unfortunate that Jethro Gibbs was able to topple the Snapist religion so handily. And I think it's really unfortunate. I do think Snapism is really fucking weird. I do think the whole meat puppet thing is just... I I don't know what to say about that shit, dude. That is just icing on the cake of the weirdness. I think the other religion stuff... I think it's really cool that they made their creed like a Martin Luther King speech, pretty much. Um... I thought that was really cool. Really smart. It really it it it's kind of accessible from all demographics. You know, I think that's really cool. Um, but weird. So I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it an a nine. I'm gonna give it a nine. And the reason I give it a nine is because I gave furries a nine. And this is as weird, if not weirder, than furries, in my opinion. This is really fucking out there. Yeah, it's out yeah. there. So is, is this guy more handsome than <laughs> Snape? I mean, this man's looking kind of... Look at those eyes, dude. That man's been working for 24 hours. The, those bloodshot, hardened... He's he. This man is a detective. Man knows what he wants, and I, I respect that. And I worship that. And I love that. Hey, maybe she worships his work ethic. <laughs> maybe, dude. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It looks like, dude. Know. Look, we all have we all have the chads in our backgrounds. Look at this, look at us, repping it. Who's that, right, Gaben? Is that Gaben, Chris? <laughs> no, th- th- it's a it's a guy on YouTube that reviews office furniture. Oh my gosh! And and and, and other furniture. That's amazing, dude. Well, well, Hondro, our aggregate average score is an eight point three repeating. That's that's high. That is fucking high, dude. That's high. <laughs> I think the weirdest part of all this is leaving Snape for, for this guy. <laughs> I mean, no, you, you have to get to know him, Jarrell. You have to get to know him. The character That's develops. The personality. Yeah, That's of the personality. course, dude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And maybe it is a work ethic. Who knows? Simple as that, dude. Um, yeah. Well then, <laughs> yeah, well I, then, Andra. I think... <laughs> I think that's going to be it for this episode. Um, yeah, thank you guys for bearing with me on this one. I know it was a little bit out there. I, I do hope you enjoyed the ride because this one was definitely fun to look into. And I think it brings to the table 
stuff that other communities definitely have not. And so, you know what, for that, thank you very much, Snapewives. Um, we will be maybe making some references to you in the future, but until then, I don't want to think about this shit for like a solid like two to three weeks. And then when it comes up, it'll just be nice and, and nice and fresh, you know? Well, no, when it comes up, it's because Snape has entered your meat prison. <sighs> Fuck. Oh, Fuck. Uh. All right, that's it. <laughs> that's it. See you guys. <laughs>